I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Ten Halloween. Welcome to another episode of Potter Watch. I'm Alex and I'm Molly and this is Potter, Potter Watch. Watch. So glad you guys could join us for this episode. <laughs> um, the password from last week was the number of points in the Quidditch match, which was 170 to 60. Um, all right, so really like chapter 10 a lot. Um, Halloween. Yeah, I usually just remember it for like the troll, but there's like a lot more to it, I think. Yeah, I also, every time there's a chapter titled Halloween, think it's going to be the Death Day Party, which is weird because I'm pretty sure that chapter is just called Death Death Day Day Party, (laughs) but I think that's the most memorable Halloween I have. That's true, yeah. Although Troll in the Dungeon seems pretty iconic. Although this is also when Harry's parents die, which like that never gets talked about. Oh, yeah. Ouch. Speaking of death day. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry to bring us down. <laughs> well, in general, my note for this chapter is it's super sassy. Like, I have multiple yes. sticky notes of sass. <laughs> Harry and Ron are, like, the two sassiest little 11-year-old boys I've ever come into contact and with. And the narrator. Oh, yeah. JK is super sassy, too. My first note on that is... Hermione was now refusing to speak to Harry and Ron, but she was such a bossy know-it-all that they saw this as an added bonus. Who is saying that? Is it a fact that she's a bossy know-it-all? Is it J.K. Rowling? Is it Harry and Ron? It's third third person limited, so I think it's supposed to be Harry's brain thinking that. Yeah, I just thought it was real sassy. It was. Uh, But I like to think that the narrator is so sassy because Harry himself is so sassy. That's true. Um... What's nice about uh, the Harry Potter books is even though, like, I get really defensive about, like, they're for children, like, they're not children's books. Like, they are written with children in mind. So each new chapter, you sort of get a what you missed on (laughs) the last episode, basically. A little rundown. Like, let's remind everyone where we are as if, because she knows that, like, parents are reading this to their kids and they're probably yeah it's like who, which character because she introduces a lot of characters so. yeah she does a really good job she does that with the with every book too. at the beginning yeah. yeah but um i think it's just it's really nice she knows her audience um i also thought it was funny that like they sent harry this broom and it's like, what else could it be? Like, why did, why can't he open it in the hall? Like, yeah, it's, it's a, clearly packed, like, a broom package. I was, Thank God Draco is like, so this is clearly a broom, right? <laughs> I said, not so subtle, Minerva. <laughs> like, and probably on purpose. She's like, ha, take that, Severance. Oh my God, it goes so funny. <laughs> Another sassy moment um, is when he says, and it's really thanks, thanks to, to Malfoy. That's my next note. Yeah. And it's really thanks to Malfoy here. I've got it. And I'm like, Harry, you're a little... He's such a little sass queen. I also love that this chapter starts out being like, Malfoy was so upset that his little plan didn't work. I'm like, yeah, you were going to be the one that got Harry Potter expelled, Draco. I like how that's everyone's mission is like, let's get Harry expelled. Like, 
Dobby, Snape, <laughs> Draco. Although Snape is like a funny character because Snape doesn't really want Harry expelled, right? Like he knows it's more dangerous for Harry if he's not at Hogwarts, I right? I think he wants him expelled. Like he tries really hard no, to get him I expelled. No, I agree, but I'm confused at his motivations because it's like you're doing all of this to keep him alive, but you must know that him living at the Dursleys year round is not safe. But like right now it's fine. Yeah. And, like, the next chapter, too. My next note is also a sassy note. It's when um, Harry goes, I thought you weren't speaking to us. That's my next note, too. We're (laughs) gross right now. Yes, don't stop now, said Ron. It's doing us so so much good. Ugh, Hermione marched away with her nose in the air. Okay, but to be fair, this, like, her getting upset about the broom, like, that... It's like, yeah, like, maybe, you know, like, good for you. You broke the rules. You get a broom. Like, I'm so mad at you for it. It's like, this is where I have a hard time, like, garnering sympathy for Hermione. Because it's just like, let let it be. It is over. Like, it is a done thing. He's on the team. Yeah. Calm down. Like, McGonagall said it was okay. So, like, that should be good enough for Hermione if McGonagall <laughs> says it's like, okay. No, it's not. Um, although, I I have a note later about that. I'll, I'll wait to say it, though. Okay. Until we get to it. I think it's in the next chapter. Um, some to, Someone explained to me the huge crush I had on Oliver Wood as a child. Because he's know. just, like, normal. We talked about this last, last chapter, chapter yeah. 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 He's just, like, a normal person. And even it's the, the accent. <laughs> it must be. And he's, like, a jock. Like. I, I, just, like, I have huge written in all caps in my notes because it was just like I was reading this chapter and I was like what is just normal and I was like wow Oliver Wood what an awakening I love him um I am so impressed with JK Rowling like being able to like come up with this whole sport she it's and I equated this to I think I was in I forget what grade I was in, but our, like, task was, like, come up with a board game, and, like, I couldn't do it. Like, I could just, like, steal from, like, the game of life or, like, Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, she, like, borrows from, like, other sports, but this is, like, very much its own sport. Yeah, and it's so detailed. This is actually, Molly and I are so on point with our notes this week. Like, that's my next note, too, is how amazing Quidditch is. Like, I can't even comprehend where she got the idea for this yeah, because like, Harry dream. says it's like basketball, but it's really not like bl- yeah, like it's bludgers most, and stuff. It's like it's kind of like cricket, and I don't I don't know enough about the rules of cricket to even know. It's if like it's similar. In soccer. I I don't know. I, don't I think know. it's kind of like soccer. I guess I don't know. Either way, it's 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 something on its own. Like it's. It's Definitely. really cool, which is why, you know, university is all over. Yeah. I well, I Muggle think footage. Now I'm thinking about it, it, it feels kind of like rugby because, like, Oh, that's the what I meant, bludgers, not cricket. Okay, because, like, rugby. the beaters are kind of, like, tackling yeah, yeah, you, but, yeah. like, with a ball. Um, so, like, very distantly, I'd say, kind of similar to rugby, which is, like, a very European sport. Yeah, that's why I got it confused with cricket. Which, I don't know anything about cricket, yeah. just FYI. <laughs> Not a gosh darn thing. Um, now, I bet you don't have this as your next note. So, I think that she should have made Hufflepuffs the, like, jocks of the school. Instead that of, like... my next note. <laughs> You're correct. Okay, let me explain. <laughs> so, like, Slytherins have the whole, like, we always get the house 
points thing. So I think that Hufflepuffs being kind of like the Duffers should have been like the Jacks. Do you know what I mean? I see where you're coming from, but I think the reason why Gryffindor and Slytherin have the biggest reps about being so into sports is because they're the two most competitive houses. That's true. And I I get Gryffindors being the Jacks, but I would think like Slytherins and Ravenclaws are like less of the Jacks and it would be like between, it would just be nice to see like a different rivalry going on because like they already have the thing with the Slytherin. To be fair, they need she like really wants to play up the Slytherin Gryffindor rivalry, but I also think it makes sense that Slytherins are good at like especially a sport that involves so much like strategy. They should be good like, at chess then. No, chess is the Gryffindor game. Chess is strategy. That's I, all chess. I know, but Ron's game is chess for one book. <laughs> No, he, he plays it throughout the rest no, of the series. He does not. Yes, they they do. never mention him playing chess yes, again. Yes, they do. Harry's like, I was playing chess with Ron, and I had, uh, what's his name, on Crookshanks on my lap. And then, like, they okay. play it throughout the one books. One other book. <laughs> I'm, we're going to, look, listeners, we're going to do a Ron playing chess tally after this book. Yes, there will be one, two books. You know what? This is... We are very sassy to each other. It's so fun. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I just think it would be nice that Hufflepuff have their own thing. And I think that it makes the most They're sense. the nice people. <laughs> Is that why to... neither of us are Hufflepuff? <laughs> yeah, we're mean. But, that's, but, the, but I also think that's why they're not as competitive. Because, like... Well, I don't even mean competitive. I just mean, like, good, like but being, good at sports. But being good at a sport like Quidditch where you have to literally ruthlessly, like, hit someone to get goals, it makes sense that the people that value, like, kindness and being, like, kind don't want to, like, go and bloody someone up, you know? Cedric's good at Quidditch. Yes, Cedric is good at Quidditch. But Cedric also, when Harry's about to win, when he's about to win the game, is like, oh, Harry got hit by a mentor. It shouldn't count. Like, that's so Hufflepuff. It's also so not someone that killed Neville Longbottom. Anyway. (laughs) But do you see what I'm saying about them being kind of like, I hate to use the word duffer, but like kind of how like, a dumb jock would be like a Hufflepuff. No, I I I see where the, I see okay. where you're coming okay. from. I'm just I'm trying to give it the I I also I'm not like that. mad about how it is, but I just I'm trying to like give Hufflepuff like their thing besides just being like the nice. They guy. got Newt Scamander. You should really be fighting for the Ravenclaws. You've got like but Ravenclaws like have like they're like, like the good at thing, yeah like but that's you don't their have like a thing. character yet. You've got like Cho Chang representing. Well, you. I'm not even talking about like characters. I'm just meaning like. <laughs> They're what they're known for. Oh, actually, you've got Luna. That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, we'll we'll be in search for Hufflepuff's thing. They're right next to the kitchens. <laughs> That's what they've got going for them. Anyway. <laughs> Poor things. Um, just a quick question. Where did they get golf balls from? I don't it's know. It's a muggle ball. <laughs> like, I just... Like, like got what did Oliver Wood get Oliver golf balls? Wood just has them in his pocket, okay? We don't know if Oliver Wood isn't a muggle-born. Um, or well, or his, not, I'm not muggle-born, but half-blood. I mean, he does talk about his parents being, like, at the match at in the fourth one. He, yeah. like, brings Harry to meet his parents, which, yeah, one of them could be a muggle, but I don't think they are. Yikes. Well, 
Well, he just had them, okay? He had those golf balls. <laughs> I mean, it just I just thought it was funny because they, they just spent all this time talking about, like, how the sport's not, like, a muggle sport. Yeah. And then, like, he's like, oh, I've got these golf balls. It also, yeah, like, why was it specifically golf balls? She could have said the size of golf balls and it just been, like, a ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, owl... I don't know. But um, it, it says ordinary golf balls. Yep. They're, they're specifically muggle. They're specifically ordinary. Yeah. Can we talk about how that Quidditch games have no end? Like, like they have to be by the snitch. Yeah. What if they last like four years? Like who is sitting? Who, don't they have jobs? Like they talk about in this chapter that it lasts like longer than a day so don't people have to go to work don't well i guess like for professional like that is their job oh you know like like, who is watching this it's not like they have tv so they're watching at home the wizarding wireless potter watch they're but yeah but they're just (laughs) listening to it on the radio i feel like that's a lot like somebody in this game there needs to be i just don't think that's very logical yeah or like you should like have to reach like a maximum of points like if you get to like a thousand points and they're like, yeah, we have to sub people in for napping. I was like, what? Napping? Yeah. You're going to put subs in? Like, there are flaws. It's And, like, the fact that you can't, um, like, pause it, really. Yeah. They talk about it more in the fourth one, some of, like, the crazy rules and, like, fouls and stuff. I also just do not buy that anybody is sitting on a broom for multiple days at a time. Like, your bottom is going to hurt. And I don't know what's going on with the male anatomy, but that nobody is going to sit on a broom for that long. That's painful. I cannot even ride a bike for, like, longer than, like, a couple hours. Yeah, no. That seems like a lot. I don't know if I really want to fixate on that for too long. I'm just saying. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> um... My next note is, like, post-quidditch. Are you there in your notes? Yeah. (laughs) Mine's into charms. Yeah, mine's in charms, too. Okay. I just love that this is in parentheticals, which was a relief because Neville had been trying to catch his eye. Yeah. Like, why was that in parentheses? (laughs) JK loves her parentheses. She Especially in this book. It's before she, like, really got her... Yeah. Writing style. And, like, just how they pick partners, because then Ron was, like, stuck with Hermione, but, like, did they get to pick partners? Yeah, why? I'm confused. It doesn't really matter, why? but... Either way. I Hermione. just like that Neville is trying to catch his eye. I mean, we've all been there, like, when you have to pick partners and you you want your buddy, but oh, they don't yeah. always want you. Yep. Yep, yep. Ugh. Oof, that's sad. Middle if you're school. The, if you're the other. <laughs> you're the buddy no one that's wants. That's why you never have three, no groups of three. One person always gets left out. That's true. Thanks, Mary Ruth. <laughs> I was just saying your middle child syndrome. No, I'm just talking about my mom. My mom's lessons. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. I took that as a different. Also, now we're, like, beyond sass. Like, Ron is just straight up mean. Me. Oh, wait, wait. I'm not, I have okay. things before okay. there, but yeah, I yeah. also have that note. I, mm. I'll say it again when we get there. I completely forgot they wear hats. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> he's, like, blotting out Seamus's fire. I also love this because this is, like, also iconic, the birthplace of Seamus blowing things up, which is really only a trope that keeps happening in, in the, the movies. movies. But, like, this is where they got that idea. 
him setting the charms. I like that trope, though. I, I think it's no, funny. I yeah. do, too. That's why I said it's iconic, because yeah. I really, uh, I think it's funny. And I love how they bring it back in the seventh movie, where oh, yeah. uh, McGonagall's like, I hear you have a proclivity towards pyrotechnics. And, <laughs> and he's like, so I get to, you know, make it go boom or something like that. And McGonagall's like, boom! Yeah, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> but I thought it was cute. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I, I like the way the seventh yeah. brought every, sort of brought things full circle. Um, anyway, tangent. Can I say my thing again? Yes, that's okay. where I am. Um, so we are now beyond sass, um, and Ron is just straight up mean, but he kind of, like, knows it, and I think that's, like, a younger sibling thing, like, where you just kind of, like, use being mean as, yeah. like, a, kind of, like, you're protecting yourself, like, you're, you're, like... So used to people, like, kind of beating up on you. Like, Fred and George always, like, give him a really hard time. So I think he's, like, used to just, like, being mean as, like, a defense mechanism. Which, I'm not saying, like, that's an excuse for how rude he is. But I think that's, like, just part of his personality. He also says she must have noticed he hasn't got any friends. She hasn't got any friends. Which is, like, just straight up harsh. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like, you know, she's she's horrible. Honest. Yeah. Like, it's, like, come on, Ron. I mean... I also love that JK keeps on saying that Harry sees that Ron looks uncomfortable. Like, every time someone brings up that Hermione's upset, Ron looks uncomfortable. Because I think that's important to his character. And I also think it's a really good thing that you mentioned about being in siblings. Because just having Fred and George as and having older siblings, that's kind of the way the Weasleys communicate. Yeah. Like, Ginny even is sort of that callous a lot of the time. And he probably, when he said it, didn't mean... Like, he that's just was saying that, that like he said what, to a sibling. Yeah, that's like yeah. something Fred and George would say about Ron. Like, oh, he's or horrible, honestly. Like, that's why he hasn't got any yeah. friends. And he's, like, so used to that. And then when he sees that she reacted that way, he's like, oh, yikes. But then he kind of, like, holds onto it because he, he like, feels bad. He feels and, so good, yeah. guilty that he doesn't want to admit So it just he, makes him more, like, angry, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Um, but then he does when Harry's, like, we've got to go back for he's, like, he doesn't argue with Harry. He's like, okay. Yeah. But, like, you can... T- in my head, I read it to be, like, and, oh, thank God. Like, I don't want to be the reason why, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, Ron. Ron, Ron. I, but I was, like, mad. I was like, Ron, that was rude. <laughs> but, again, like, you said you in the last one, like, that's, like, more clever for Ron than, like, I think... Although, I think he does say that line in the movies, but um, it is, like, a not super clever but it's like more observant than like ron can be like portrayed as yeah and in the movie he says uh no wonder she hasn't got any friends instead of um hasn't she noticed she hasn't gotten any friends which i think is yeah because it's like blaming her like yeah hasn't she noticed like that's why she doesn't have any friends right exactly and it's kind of true which is that's what makes it worse it makes it so sad that it's ugh we're just talking in circles, but yeah. I read it, and even, like, it's, like, the, whatever, millionth time I've read these books, but I saw it, and I was, like, no, I I know, it, like, makes jolted. my, like, chest kind of clench. Especially, up. like, that would hurt me now to hear, like, if I was in a new place, like, a far away from home, and somebody said that about me, like, right now I'd be upset, and I'm a grown woman. At 11, I would be I'd distraught. Be well, she is she distraught. She is distraught. Or, exactly. Yeah. Um, just, like, quick question again, kind of rhetorical. Nobody wondered why Quirrell was in the dungeons? 
No. Nobody thought, huh, that's, that's so, weird. That's so true. <laughs> like, everyone's at this feast, and Quirrell's like, oh. That's just true. <laughs> like, where have you been this whole time, Quirrell? <laughs> Quagmire? Come on. Um, uh, this is a, something I want to quote. Um, but, uh, Percy was in his element. (laughs) In the chapter, like, the paragraph that follows, just quote the paragraph that follows. So, as if that paragraph. Okay. I love that the Percy was in his element thing is, like, bookending this because it's just amazing. He is, though. He is. He's like, I'm the prefect. Let's go. He's like, this is my time to save lives. It's my time to shine. He is so here for it. It's like in the third one where, like, Dumbledore leaves him in charge. (laughs) Or every time when anyone gives Percy any responsibility when he's like, Barty Crouch told me to do this. And I'm just like, oh my god, Percy. Percy. You're so obnoxious. But my thought was, like, it would make more sense to just lock everyone in the Great Hall. Like, it's That's more true. dangerous all to together. send them all to different places. Also, like, the Slytherins have to go to the dungeon. They also had to and transport that food there. Well, that can just be magic. I know, but I'm saying, like, the food was already there. Like, just lock the door. And, like, teachers can leave. And, like, the prefix can just, like, take That's charge in the Great Hall. like... As a writer, she, like, had to get them out so that Harry yeah. and Ron could sneak away. Like, it should have been then, like, while they were, like, about to leave or something. Yeah. But, um, so you were talking about this, like, a minute ago, about how it was, like, good for Harry to be, like, oh, yeah, like, Hermione. But I wish it had been Ron that had said it, because I think that would have redeemed him so much in, like, a really subtle way if he had just been, like, yeah. oh, I actually I thought the same thing, because I went, because as I was reading, I was, like, going through, and I was like, oh, did Ron say that? He didn't. But he did not. No. I know, I know. It would have been nice, but I also don't think it would be fitting for Ron's character at the point that it is right now. Later on. Yeah. Like, like, when, he, like when he's, yeah, one. or when, you know, in the seventh one, when he's like, well, yeah. hey, we forgot the house elves. Yeah. You know, that's very. Well, that's like full circle, right? Well, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, this here, he doesn't, isn't like, let's go get Hermione. But you're right. He doesn't, like, say no, but I do think it would have been, like, a like a nice and it wouldn't have been like super obvious like he could have just been like Hermione which I think in the movie they both realize at the same time yeah or something. but I I still think like it would have been a little bit too perfect for him to be like let's go save Hermione I don't know well, I he want to said the same exact line as Harry like Harry's always like the savior which I know that's like his character but like it just I don't know, like, this could have easily been Ron, just as it could have been Harry, just in this instance. My note was Harry the hero, like, of course you're going to go save Hermione, but I mean, it also makes sense, like, I'm glad that he starts thinking of her, and... Yeah, no, I think, like, good on Harry, but, like, good on Harry for a lot of things. (laughs) Yeah, Harry's just a good person. Um, another rhetorical no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Why is there a key in the lock? Like, why does the bathroom need a key? <laughs> and why is it just sitting in the lock? True. Things are things are unexplained. Book one, JK is still working out her stuff. Yeah, I just had a couple of rhetorical questions in this chapter. Uh, well, she had to do that because it's before um, um, 
they're your friends with Hermione. See, when Hermione's with them, Hermione's her quick save for, like, yeah. everything, because she can just know a spell for it. Yeah. But Ron and Harry don't know anything. Ron is literally like, he said the first spell that came to his mind, the spell he learned today. And <laughs> didn't even get in class. <laughs> um, um, also, maybe Peeves let it in. I had this, like, thought about the world. Can ghosts and poltergeists leave the castle? Yeah, they can. They can? Mm-hmm. Because I think they talk about that with um, the Grey Lady. Or no, Moni Myrtle. She used to follow around, what's her name? Um, her arch nemesis. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then right, she comes right. back to you're the right, castle. You're right, you're true, you're true. You're now, true. Peeves, though, he was, like... Um, like created. That's what I'm saying. A poltergeist. So well, you said ghosts or poltergeist. Yeah. No. 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 That's I did ask about it, but I'm saying peas as a poltergeist. Poltergeists are tied to specific places. Yeah. So I, I mean, don't know if he can leave. Maybe like for little jaunts, but he probably doesn't want to because he like thrives off of like yeah their energy. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a good question. Um, because like peas was never alive. Yeah. Um. He's, like, a manifestation of, like, young people. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little pun. Unintentional, I'm pretty sure. After they do the key in the bathroom, it says, flushed with their victory. <laughs> I, I think it's on purpose. J.K. Rowling, that seems like something J.K. Rowling would do. Just a little bathroom humor. <laughs> also, this is the most Gryffindor chapter I've ever read in my life. Um, or sentence, sorry. It was the last thing they wanted to do, but what choice did they have about going into the bathroom to, like, get her? It's just, like, you could have, like, called a teacher. Like, there were other things you could have done and other things that other people might have done, but... Like, if it had been me, I would have just, like, unlocked the door, opened it, and been like... Get out! And yeah. I would have run. See, my next thing, I have like a little bullet point that's like, what would Molly do? Because I would have gone into the bathroom. I wouldn't have like, like just straight idiot. up left. No, no, I'm I not know. a Slytherin. No, I know. But I'm. I was just thinking. I was like, there are plenty of people that aren't Gryffindors and like stupid as McGonagall keeps saying. So that was a. Oh no, no, it's J.K. Rowling that keeps commenting that what they're doing is stupid. She's like, so they did a clever and equally stupid thing yeah. by going into the the room and tackling a troll. <laughs> um, one thing when I like, well, really, I think the first couple times I read this, I like just thought that. I, like, read it wrong, and, like, the whole idea of, like, putting a stick up the nose, I thought that was, like, what you were supposed to do with a troll, and, like, <laughs> Harry just, like, remembered that from a textbook or something, like, not thinking it was just, like, an accident or whatever that he stuck his wand up there, but however it's, like, worded for some reason, I thought it was, like, oh, that's, like, how it's you beat a troll. it's not, like, worded, not that I'm judging her writing, but, like, it's just, like, it's an act, like, it's... An accident, and in the movie, it's purposeful, so I think it just confuses the... Because it says, but even a troll will notice if you stick a long bit of wood up its nose. So it's like, oh, the trolls notice wood up their nose, so that's what you're supposed to do. I'm not going to say that... Um, <laughs> no, I think that's, that's on, on me. You. That's on that's me. That's a you thing? It's on me. Uh, <laughs> I, I just meant, like, as a, you know, 
11 year old reading it i was like oh next time i see a troll i'll stick something up its nose you do that molly we'll see how far you get miss i'm gonna open the door yell get out and run away. hey at least i'm not like leaving it locked or something and saving That's myself true although i don't even know if draco would do that Turkey's not the only Slytherin, though. Like, I'm sure. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I think, like, maybe, like, Crab or Goyle or someone. But I was thinking of a negative Slytherin, because I definitely think there are tons of, like, good Slytherins that well, wouldn't like, do that. Well, like, I think that like, we have a Draco bunch of friends that wouldn't, are Slytherin that wouldn't, wouldn't have been that. able to do that. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he would have. But worked. I'm not talking about Draco. You're talking about Slytherin meanie asshole. I'm just talking about, like, general Slytherin. Which you take as Draco. <laughs> no, I, okay, I said Draco, one, because I love Draco, and two, because I was thinking of a bad Slytherin, because in my head, like, there are a lot of Slytherins yeah, who would Yeah, I, I guess I dead. mean a bad Slytherin, too. Yeah. And Draco is, like, pretty nasty, but I still don't think he could Just, like, someone looking out for themselves, first and foremost. Meaning, yeah. like, they're gonna get away by locking the troll in the bathroom, which is, like, a smart thing to do. Yeah. That's all. We had a Twitter follower um, kind of upset at our characterization, or I should say my characterization of Slytherins um, in the sorting hat, um, because I said, like, they don't find their real friends, and they uh, did not like that. I defended them, and not when you said that, so I'm yeah. sure they weren't mad at me. <laughs> I think that all is forgiven. I tweeted back. <laughs> Um, um, I still stand by what I said, but I apologized for offending any Slytherins. <laughs> um, in a uh, future podcast, like in a bonus one, we're going to be talking about the Sorting Hat chats. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. I really am into them. Molly is skeptical. No, I'm happy to talk about it, but there's just like a theory we're going to discuss. That right. We have some... But in their theory, they talk about they talk about that line in particular. Yeah, when I, I was reading that, about yeah. that, I thought about you. I was like, oh, see? Yeah. Well, if you want Alex and I to do a special episode, go and vote on our Twitter page for one of them. That one's not on there yet because we yeah. just sort of found um, that gem. But um, you can talk. We can do a fan fiction episode where Alex gives me a lesson in fan fiction. There's a. Just talk about, like, Hogwarts in general, so that it could mean, like, the classes, like, the castle itself, things like that, um, teachers, professors, whatever. The third one was, like, an in-depth character analysis, so we could talk about sorting in that one, actually, um, just talking about all the characters in yeah. deeper. Um, so, yeah, so go and vote for that. It'll be up for a couple more days um, since this will air, so. Cool. Just a little plug for our Twitter page. Moving back into the, the discussion at hand. I have a big note coming up, so if you've got something before that. Well, I don't know. This is a pretty big note in my book. <laughs> but Quirrell clutching, clutching, Quirrell clutching his heart and sitting on the toilet is a hilarious <laughs> image. I love it. walks in the room and he's like, I must sit down on the toilet and clutch my heart. Like, what a good actor, Like, though. what a great actor Coral is. Like, I love that he was like, this is how I'm going to show that I'm that I am afraid. But he he must have just, like, run from the third floor, though. So he's probably, like, just out of he's breath. He's tired. He's like, I need to sit Again, down. how did they not notice, like, oh, well, because he, like, fainted or whatever. So yeah. they, yeah. Okay, fine. 
Um, so my note is, this is just so dumb. Their lie about Hermione going to like fight it. They could have just told the truth simply and just said, oh, Hermione was in the bathroom. She didn't know about the troll. So we went to go tell her that the troll was coming. That's all they had to say. And then the troll appeared in the bathroom, which is all true. There was no need for a lie well, or anything they, like that. Harry and Ron weren't going to lie. Her, Hermione lied. But I'm saying like... Neither- I think it's about the action, not about what the reasoning for it. I think she was like, here, let me show you that I'm not like... Because even after this, like in the next chapter, it's like, and Hermione stopped being such a tattle. Like as much as Ron was being an asshole, I think like she did like take some of it to heart. She was like, okay, I'm in this room with all of these like stupid Gryffindors. Like I've got to do something to get some friends. Well, I think that Harry and Ron were not going to come up with a good excuse. Like I think they were, thought that they were going to get in trouble for being like. Mean. Yeah. So. But, like, I just think that it was dumb for them to just, for Hermione to lie. Like, she could have, like, you can lie of omission is what I'm saying. You don't have to tell the whole story, but just say, I agree, oh, they were coming think, to get me. But I'm but I'm telling you, I don't think that this is not, this is not about her. Like, I Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I'm saying she could have shown, like, oh, they were being good guys by, like, coming to warn me that a troll was coming, which is still, like, supporting them and being, like... But that's not the point. They need... She needs to lie to get them to be friends with her. I mean, that's still kind of a lie, what I'm saying. I know, but it's not the same. It's just, like, without making her look like an idiot. It's... She she had to sacrifice herself in order to get gar- garner their trust, is what I'm saying. Like, she was like, I need to sacrifice. I need to look bad in front of this teacher to show you how grateful I I just, am. like, disagree that she should have had to have done that. Like, they were obviously in oh, the wrong. I'm not... I agree. I think... Okay, I think Ron was in the wrong. Harry was just listening. Well, Harry said some nasty things earlier, too. He's like, yeah, don't stop talking now, like, to us. Okay, to be fair, Hermione was being annoying. <laughs> Like, you are such a Harry, like, sympathizer. I am a Harry sympathizer, but I also think, like, that I don't think what Harry says is in the same level. I don't think it's as Ron bad, said. but I think he was not. And he also didn't say it, like, I guess. I don't know. He did say it to her. The thing earlier, he, like, said it straight to her, not even, like, Ron, who said it, like, to Harry. Like, Harry, or, like. Well, he's like, I thought you weren't talking to us, which is, like, that is also a bad thing. Like, why is she, like, giving them the silent treatment for Harry getting a broom? Like, it's not that. No, she was giving them the silent treatment for, like, the whole fluffy thing. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I think that they were both in the wrong. I'm not saying that I think that she should have had to do it, but I'm saying she knows that she had to do it, and that's why she did it. Like, I'm not saying that that's okay, that it that that's the thing that you should do to get your friends. I'm saying that's why they're friends at the end is because she lies. Yeah, I mean, I I get all of that. I just still think that my response would have been better. They're also <laughs> eleven, and you are. Um, I've had this planned out like from the beginning. Like I have thought this every time I've read it. It bothers me so much that that's like what they say. <laughs> Very intense about it. This is like it, your, it really this does. Is, like what do you call it? Your Ollivander. It <laughs> is. I have a lot of like thoughts from the first <laughs> book that I like got like from the first like the whole sticking the wood up the nose. these things stay with me (laughs) this is also so funny because i say the lying thing is so in like in my notes i'm like this is so important to the rest of this series 
But I think just her defending them would have showed just as much, like, friendship. I disagree. I don't think that... Not to lie. Ron not to Ron and Hermione. Harry. I'm not to... Sorry. Not to Ron and Harry. To Ron and Harry, what's important is that Hermione Granger, who who is all about the rules, who the whole reason they fight all the time is because of the rules, lied for them. It's because it's it's not that she had to lie. It's that she, a person who would never lie to a teacher, lies for them. That's a huge step No, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. But I still stand by what I'm saying as well. It's okay. We're allowed <laughs> to disagree. <laughs> anyway, that's my big note. Oh, and then just the only five points. Yeah, like, seriously. that's my last note too. We Ron's like we should have gotten more points, and I'm like agreed, Ron, a hundred. Like later on, they get fifty points taken away each for being out, out of, of bed. bed after hours. They took down a troll, like and possibly saved a person's life. So. And I'm not saying that Neville's points weren't deserved, but Neville gets like how many points? Ten, right? Yeah, for, for like trying to stop them. Essentially, moral fiber. Yeah, like come on. I'm not saying that what Neville did wasn't great, but you know he didn't take down a troll. The points are illogical. <laughs> well, technically they got ten points, but only five because of Hermione's. Oh, and then our quote. Oh yeah. But from that moment on, Hermione Granger became their friend. There are some things. You can't share without ending up liking each other, and knocking out a 12-foot mountain troll is one of them. Love this last paragraph. Love it. It's beautiful. It's great. Um, a while but see, back, it doesn't even talk about the line. It just says there's some things that you end up doing that you just end up liking each other. Okay, yes, that's a cute little line, but I definitely <laughs> think that it is because she lies. Like, look, listen... We could go back and read Harry's thought process when she does I, it. I have not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I don't think that's like the only thing she could have done. It's, that's where I'm, that's where I'm disagreeing with you is that okay. I think it's a, important. Her breaking the rules is like a big step in like showing that to them, but I don't think that's the only thing she could have done to make them want to be friends with her. Oh, I also, sorry. I have this in my notes and we got like, we were started talking like, talking about it so I forgot to write I also think it's this is important the lying is important to Hermione's character because I think it's very similar to her like umbrage thing later where she's like I'm breaking the rules or um I'm gonna do the polyjuice potion like she breaks the rules when she feels like when she feels that it's in her moral realm to break the rules. Uh, yeah, like, I agree with that. And I think they show that, like, in the next chapter they talk about that. So I yeah. think that there are examples the that, they, yeah, too, that yeah. they show her breaking the rules that, like, they didn't necessarily... She didn't necessarily have to lie in this in the same way. Like, I think mm -hmm. she... She could have done a different lie. Like, I just didn't like the lie that she came up with. I think as You're like, it's not smart enough for It's her. not. It's not smart. Like... I think what I, my little response was still a lie, but like it made, it was like at least believable. Like I don't think McGonagall believed it for a second. No, but I think it's a bigger, the point is that she is, she takes the hit. That's Yeah, she can still take the hit and she come up with a better She doesn't take the hit if lie. she's going to the bathroom. Like your lie was like she, oh, I was just in the bathroom and they remembered that she had gone to the bathroom. So they went, she's not taking a hit there. She was just in the bathroom. I'm saying she had to look, she had to say something like I went after the troll or like, I purposefully walked away from Percy or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I also think the lie is dumb. Yeah. But I, I think the lie is dumb, but I think that it is. It's dumb on purpose. It's dumb on purpose. Let's stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going in circles. <laughs> um, that's all my notes, so. Yeah, that's all my notes for 11. I mean, for 10. Um, yeah, so Why my champion's I... obviously Hermione in this chapter. Oh. Well, yeah. I don't know if that's obvious. That's surprising, but... considering you didn't like her lie. No, but I like Hermione. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Even though she was my rat last week. Yeah, that was harsh. But, like, I'm I'm upset because I'm, like, defending her so much. Like, I don't, I don't like that she had to, like, bring herself down for them to like her. I agree with yeah, you Yeah, I know, I know you do. I And I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh. <laughs> my chapter champion is... Percy the Prefect. No. Yes, and I hate Percy, but I think he's so funny in this chapter. I could not give it to anyone. You else. almost gave it to Percy another time. I know. I it's because I told you this time in the I podcast. Know, I know. I'm really trying to like Percy more, and it's been a good journey. I'm sure I'm gonna hate him just as much as I always do when he becomes the biggest dick in the world to Molly Weasley. But up until that, up until then. I'm gonna love him. Yeah. I'm trying really hard. He's given me a lot of comedic I don't, relief. yeah, I mean, I don't hate Percy as much as you, so, but I'm just, like, very indifferent towards him. Oh. In general. See, I'm getting upset about it, and I, like, I... No, I mean, not later on. I mean, like, right now. Oh, like, no. I don't, no, right now yeah. I don't hate him either. I never hated him at this point. It's just, I really hate him later. Well, yeah, I mean, I get really mad at him, and, like, I think he's awful, but, like, I don't, I still don't think... My feelings towards him are as strong as your feelings towards him. I have a lot of strong... I irrationally blamed him for Fred's dress I know. for a long time. Yeah. Like, I know. That's what I, I mean know, by, like, like... I know that it's irrational. Like, I, yeah. I don't do it anymore, but I used to be, like... That's what I mean by, fault. like, I'm not as, like, angry towards him. But anyway, uh... Rat. Yeah, he, uh, my rat is Ron. Same. Because he was an asshole. Um, and your rename? My chapter rename is... A troll trackin' good time. <laughs> oh no, a troll tackling good time. Oh. I can't read my own hand. Tracking makes sense too. Yeah, sorry. Though. It was a troll tackling good time. Trademark, don't use it. Okay, mine is TFW. That means that feeling when. <laughs> TFW, you saved someone's life and you only get five points. <laughs> what a great chapter title. It's so conversational. <laughs> It's modern. It's from Harry's head. It's very sassy. <laughs> it's really from Ron's. No. Yeah. Um, and I give this chapter 50 points to Harry and Ron, which is what they should have gotten. Ooh. Very good. I, yes. I also gave 40 points for defeating the troll and 20 points for Quirrell on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Like, I laughed out loud in my work and my place of business. Chapter 11, Quidditch. I love that in Harry's first Quidditch lesson, no one thought to tell him the rules or how many rules there are. Like, he's, like, really shocked when Hermione gives him the Quidditch Through the Ages book. Well, I pro- I'm sure Wood couldn't, like, tell him, like, it- everything in his first lesson that's true and some of that's like fouls and stuff like that like that's a lot to that seemed like a very quick lesson for something that harry had never heard of before yeah but i think it was just to get like the basics down like this is a ball 
Can you throw this is a golf ball? <laughs> um, oh, so this was my note that I was going to say earlier was um, Hermione had become a bit more relaxed about breaking the rules. And I said before the rules were her friends. So now that she has friends, she can- <laughs> Thanks, Molly, for that horrifying little thought. The rules it were her kind friends. of tongue-in-cheek. Like, <laughs> well, you said it sad. I know, saying it ominously. <laughs> the rules were her friends. Um, well, it's just seemed more dramatic because I had been, like, holding on to that note. <laughs> anyway. Um, the Snape red herring is so good. I know throughout the whole This thing. whole book is so good. So I just, because I knew that I was going to be doing this today, one of the little girls in my class, is her dad is reading her all the books right now. So I asked her, I was like, she's not books? finished. It is the picture books. And based on my recommendation, I was wearing my <laughs> Deathly Hollows earrings. And he was like, we were in like parent-teacher conferences. And he was like, maybe I should ask you this, Alex, because... Uh, of the earrings you're wearing, but uh, do you think Kate is too young to start reading the Harry Potter books? And I was like, no, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, sidetrack. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I I work with kids with autism, and both the kids I've worked with, um, we've read the Harry the first Harry Potter book. Actually, one of them, it was like in for school, like they were reading and listening to it. Like the teacher had said, listen to the Jim Dale book, which was perfect for him because he gets really distracted. So we would listen to it, which I happened to have on my phone. And his dad had the picture book already, and his dad had all the audiobooks, which I was like, oh, great family, great parenting. I was like one, uh, I was like. Once he recognized my earrings, I was like, yes. Yeah. Honestly, wonderful. Yeah. But and then I started, uh, I was like, I think the first two would be fine. And, he, and then I started like talking about it and he was like, oh, don't worry. I've read them all. I just like, as a teacher, I was wondering what like you thought about yeah. it. I was like, definitely do it. You know? Uh, yeah. I think, I mean, I was like probably seven, which I think was a good age to start Yeah, I think them. they are actually, my class is too young. Like Just to, like, understand everything that's going on. But the on. picture book kind of brings a new that's step true. to it, because she really is liking it. Yeah, it's just really long, too, for, like, a four-year-old or... Yeah, they're five. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, honestly, both of the five-year-old girls in my class are reading it right now. Like, their dads are reading it to them, and I think it's because of me, because I talk about Harry Potter yeah. so much that they were like, I want to read Harry Potter, because all the boys are obsessed with Star Wars right now. Oh, so. yeah. Um, not that girls, obviously, can't be into Star Wars, but I'm just saying I have a class full of seven boys and two girls and all the boys are obsessed with star wars and the girls like like it but they're not like but they're into harry it. Potter but train. now they're into harry potter um anyway sidetrack so i asked her today oh. because of the red hair <laughs> yeah, you had already said no, the <laughs> i asked her today because i was reading in class oops and um i was like kate who do you think is trying to steal the thing and she was like it's snape He's mean. He's not nice. And I was like... Is this the same one that thought Draco was mean? Yes. Yeah. She um, came up to me and was... Oh, did I say it already? I said it... You said the thing about Draco. Yeah, yeah. last podcast. Yeah, she just like... Every time she reads a new chapter, she comes and talks to me about it. Love. She's like, yeah, he's mean. I... He's not good. And he was like... But then she was like, but I also think it's Voldemort. I think they're working (laughs) together. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah. That's funny, yeah. 
I think I knew it wasn't going to be Snape when I, my mom read it. Because I think I remember my sister and I, who were listening at the same time, were like, time it. It can't be Snape. Like, they want us to think it's Snape. It's too easy. Which yeah. was probably more my sister's influence because she was, like, older than I was. But that's why, obviously, it do, was Ollivander. But they do a really good job. Oh, yeah. And because, like, Harry's so convinced. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. It's also, like, before you know, like, when you're a kid, like, I couldn't didn't understand any other reason why Snape would be such a terrible teacher. Like, I was, like... Even as a child, I was like, this is, like, abusive. Like, what are you... Why is he like this? Yeah. He must be the evil one. Definitely. Um, speaking of Snape, what happens to Quidditch through the ages? I'm so full of, like, these little questions in these <laughs> Yeah, these little... It's mostly just questions. Also, like, Snape, just give him back his book, okay? Like... Yeah, but, like, does it ever get returned to the library? Like, does Snape just keep it forever? I don't know. Just, like, these are these, these are, are things that keep me up. These are... And, like, do they ever get in trouble for not returning library books? Because it feels like Hermione will check out a book for the entire year and not return it till like, the end of the year. I think... Um, Madam Pence is really just happy to get such a frequent visitor, to be honest. No, she hates, like, people at the library. Yeah, but I feel like her and Hermione have an understanding. Maybe. I think she just hates students like Filch. (laughs) That's true. I love that little romance, that bruise. Excuse me? Harry talks about it with Ginny in, like, the sixth one. I do not remember that. It's funny. That's like, I can't wait to. It's actually like in the books. Not like they're actually together. But do they just ship them? Is it like. Harry says something to Ginny about it. And then I think in the. Also in the sixth one, like Filch and Madame Pence go to Dumbledore's funeral together. Oh, yeah. I do remember this now. And then there's something else, too, where. Those whole chapter, like, Harry thinks to himself, like, did he, did Madame Pins like hear him complaining about Filch or something like that? Like, I block out that. It's sad because it's like the really only like Harry Jenny dating time that we get. Yeah. But I really block out that time because it's really sad. Like everyone's just super sad about Dumbledore, so it I get really numb. <laughs> Those parts, I'm just like. Well, the part I'm specifically is like before he dies. It's like. Oh, okay. It's during Easter. I thought you were talking about, like, because they're going to Dumbledore's funeral together. Because there are those, like, that, like, chapter where they're, like, dating. And Harry's like, yeah, we're dating. But I'm super sad. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is a rough time. Anyway. We're, like, Tangent City today. I know. Um, I love that Hermione doesn't let them copy. I know. She's like, how else will you learn? I think that inspired me because a lot of people wanted to copy me when I was in school, and sometimes I would let them, but usually I wouldn't. And I was like, I'm just being like Hermione. <laughs> like, how will they learn if they just copy from me? Just a side note. I used to let people copy me because I wanted to be cool. I also didn't see the trouble in copying. I was like, it's fine. If I'm bad at a subject, I want you to repay the favor. But I didn't copy. Because I was too scared. I was always, like, mad that people, like, didn't do their work and, like, just wanted to take my work. Like, I spent time doing it. Yeah, I didn't see it like that. 
I don't know why I didn't see it. Well, like do you that. see it like that now or no? You still, I mean, not, I'm not. No, like, no, no, no. Oh, I, no, I'm like I said, I'm glad Hermione didn't let, this was like something I feel like yeah. it was because I was like, I wanted people to like me. Like, I feel like I wasn't I was like, uh, I didn't have strength and character enough to be like, don't copy. I always was worried that people only liked me because they wanted to like try and copy. <laughs> <laughs> I was always her like rules a were, rules were her friend. <laughs> rules were my friend. <laughs> teachers were my friends. I was friends with teachers too. Same. <laughs> I, like I said, it I used fair, to like but... eat lunch sometimes. I would. With yeah. my favorite teacher. In high school, I went In all the high time. School, yeah. Also, like, the lunchroom sucked. And none of my friends were like ever in my lunches because we had like different lunches. Oh, see, Blake. See, at my high school. Uh, we all had the same lunch and, uh, we could eat because all the students, no, not all of us could fit in the cafeteria, obviously. We could eat anywhere we wanted in the hallways and classes and stuff like that. Like, it was a cool system, but. Like an open lunch. Yeah, we, we were supposed to go to the cafeteria, but, like, you went with, like, whatever your, your third period class was and, like, there were three different lunch periods. So, like, if you, basically, you sat with, like, the people in your class for the most part because, like, those were, like, the only ones, like, consistently, like, in your lunch. Yeah. Um, and, like, sometimes, like, your lunch would change, like, depending on if you had, like, a test or something that day. So, um, I don't know. I just, like, would go to my pre-calc class and, like, this was, like, my sophomore year and, like, do my pre-calc work because I was bad at it. And, like, I would get, like, extra credit, basically. <laughs> I ended up getting a, an A in that class. Look at you. Probably shouldn't have. That's why I didn't do well in Calc. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I didn't take Calc. But, like, I wasn't the only one that was, like, sitting with the teacher. Like, there was, like, a bunch of us that I was friends with. So I did end up getting to sit with some of my friends. So I'm not... Like, we sound like such losers, like, talking about. They were imaginary. All of Molly's friends. I had friends. No, no. There were, like, other people there. Oh, there yeah. were definitely other people there. It wasn't just me and the teacher. No, yeah, for sure. We were all really close. <laughs> Look, freshman year was a hard time. This was sophomore year. I don't I mean, remember what like, I did. Like, I was weirdly, like, super popular, but hated all the people I was friends with freshman year. It's where I found my people. My theater people. Because... Freshman year, like, I was nominated for homecoming court, and I was friends with, like, all of my, uh, my friend that I went to middle school with, all of his friends, I was friends with them, but they were, like, really, like, they weren't nerdy at all, they were super, like, into field hockey, like, was not my scene. I don't really remember between, like, the different grades, personally. <laughs> like, I don't remember who I, like... Yeah, I mean, I it's had not, different like, distinct enough. I well, I just remember it because there was a time where I had friends that I really liked, and there was a time before that. <laughs> Should we keep all this in? Sure. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, we're um, in, we're in hour five right now. <laughs> well, um, does everyone change in the locker room together? I'm assuming that they have like different areas. Okay. Because I was like, that's a lot. Like, I just, in general, think it's a lot that they have the... Okay, so first years aren't allowed to be on the Quidditch team. But 12 through 17 is a huge age gap. Like, they shouldn't be playing with each other. What? In Quidditch. You don't think they should be, like, on the same team with each other? Think about how huge a 17-year-old is trying to beat you up if you're 12. 
But, like, high school's, like, 14 through 17. Yeah, and usually, like, the same There's, way like, fresh, and Yeah, varsity. JV and varsity. Well, shout out to my sister, Colleen Wilson. She was on the varsity team since... Her freshman year. But also soccer's different <laughs> than tiny. football and rugby, which I equate this to where it's like the hitting is like a part of the game. I mean, we had an, well, so we had an all-girls rugby team for a little while at our high school, and like there wasn't a JV or varsity, but it was also all-girls. But I mean, you're all on brooms, so like you, you kind of aren't like interacting with each other, do you know what I mean? Like you're just throwing the ball. That's true. I just, I guess I'm just looking at like... They describe Harry as this little lanky thing, and I'm like, this poor little child is up against, like, 17-year-old Marcus Flint or however. But he just needs to, like, be faster, so you want to be small. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I don't see it as, like, that big of a thing. But, yeah, I just had this locker room question while I was reading. I was like, because they were like, we're all in the changing rooms getting dressed. And Angelina Johnson's like, and women. Also amazing. I had that note, and women, exclamation mark. And then I said, magical feminist. Oh, Hermione and Angelina Johnson, like, really holding down the fort. Um, also, on like, the sign that they make for Harry that says Potter for president, like, what like what does that mean like is that supposed to be like a sporty thing or is it like political I think it's just a joke because when you're a kid and or when you go to school you like you make all those buttons that say like blah 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 for president like I think it's just like they don't have a president huh they have like a prime minister no I know but I did you read it in this one I don't know I I'm pretty sure it says Potter for president all of them Let's look it up because I didn't. I wasn't sure because I was also reading the American version. But even if it was no, but I, I it would be weird for them to but maybe to they, change it for the American one. Like that's a big thing to change because it's like obviously still set in London. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I just think Potter for president. But even places ha- that aren't they have presidents, but no, like not, not they the don't UK, have a not president. in the UK, but. Hermione, uh, not Hermione, J.K. Rowling, who is worldly. Well, yeah, and, yeah, it does say Potter for president. I mean, I, I get, like, they know what presidents are. I'm not, like, questioning that. It's more, like, why, why is that, like, a sign? And I've heard that term before, like, blah, blah, blah for president as, like, a go-you kind of thing, but it, it just seems like a weird I think it's thing just for a sports. Like, no, it's not because, it's, like, a joke because it's specifically not sports, I like, guess. I mean, I, that that's what I was asking, really. Like, is it supposed to be, like... Yeah, it's, like, a joke on, like... It's, like, one of those things, like, Dean and Shane... Like, they get to do, like, that random thing. It's something, like, Lee or Fred and George would do, too. Like, it's just, like, random because it's specifically not sports. Like. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's pretty much all I was wondering. Oh, my God. But also, Harry feeling, like, loved by the... Like, he's, like... <laughs> and I feel a little... Like, he felt a little bit braver because of the... I'm yeah, like, that's Aw, so Harry, cute. you're so cute. You've never had friends before. Look at you. I also <laughs> love, like, Fred and George, like, saying the speech with, um... Yeah. Oliver. They're like, we were on the team last, last year. Last year, we've heard everything. Uh, I just love George the whole... Also re- being beaters in year two. Good for them. Well, a different podcast like another harry potter podcast i was listening to they were also talking about um like the ages of all the quidditch players because um alicia alicia spinnett and angelina are like the same year but um yeah katie is a year below so that would make her a a second year so this would have been her first year too yeah 
Or she was like a reserve. Someone was a reserve. Alicia was a reserve yeah. last year. So it's a really young team. Like Wood's the oldest and he's a fifth year. So that's like a really young team. Yeah. It's really unrealistic. Yeah. But, but I like it because it keeps I like them the same. keeps in the same yeah. later books. But um, I really miss Wood when he's gone. <laughs> Even though I like that Angelina becomes the captain, but... I just miss Wood. Also, Lee Jordan. Lee's <laughs> my favorite. Lee is my favorite, too. I have He's, a, like, one of my I favorite, a, like, tertiary characters. I have a feeling we might have the same chapter champion. But, um, but Lee, uh, being, like, yeah, uh, Alicia must be friends with, uh, the captain because she was only a reserve last year. I'm like, Lee, stop calling her out. That's I love rude. it. <laughs> um, one of the Slytherin team people, Bletchley, is in your fan fiction. Remember, like, you used that last name. Yeah. And I, but it's not the same person. And I was like, isn't that, like, a Slytherin character? And we, like, had a whole, like, conversation about it. And yeah. you're like, I made it his brother or something. Yeah. <laughs> That is true. I just think it's that just was someone funny. that plays on the team with them. Yeah. Uh, oh. I just said LOL. <laughs> Thanks for bringing up my fan fiction. Was that bad? You know what we? No, 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 no. I meant that like warmly, oh, okay. affectionately. I said it weird. Uh, uh, Lee Jordan's crush on Angelina is amazing. I know she just, still won't go out with me. Just Jordan. <laughs> And then the Lee McGonagall, like, banter throughout this whole thing is just great. Uh, I also miss it so much when he's, like, not there. Like, I miss it when all the older ones, or when he's really sad after Fred and George are not on the team, or they leave. Wait, I don't know. They are not on the team before they leave. Yeah, yeah, but I don't remember if there's actually him commentating or not. I. They, that might just be Luna, Lee being sad. Luna, Luna commentates. Yeah, and oh, when Angelina Johnson gets Smith. really angry at them for getting kicked off the team. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. That's sad. <laughs> I read a fan fiction about that. Like it was like a fan fiction about Angelina and uh, and Fred. It was super sad, guys, because it was written before Seven was out. I can't speak about it. But anyway, the um. But it, like, goes through all of the Weasley twins' years through uh, their, that they stayed at Hogwarts. Oof. And uh, it ships Angelina and Fred, wow. obviously, and she gets so mad at them, but then Fred leaves, and it's sad. Okay, anyway, <laughs> tangent over. What inter... Um, oh, that is not a complete sentence, Alex. Oh, I think it's really cool that in this chapter, J.K. Rowling decides not to use the third person limited. Um, oh yeah, but anymore like, because she, I mean she can't because she needs to do the whole Snape on fire thing. Yeah, I think that's interesting um, too. That's a good catch. Um, the whole like, why did it have to be like the flames? Like that seems like a convoluted way of like doing it and i get like well, it was like tiny she, she put it back she yeah. brought the flames back but it just like that was like the best thing. I, I mean it worked obviously but it just seemed like a weird thing like let's set his ribs on fire to make him like distracted or whatever i think jk rowling is trying to let us know that they're so like they're so young and they sort of just 
started yeah, learning like magic, they don't know so they jinxes. only know so many spells. Yeah. And she's like, I have to use a spell that we've already seen them use That's before. True. So it's not like they just have this unlimited yeah. box Yeah, especially for too. Hermione, because she yeah. already kind of has, like, an upper hand. Yeah. And also, she says... Like, in this chapter, she says, I've read all about them. Like, so she's never actually done, like, a jinx or anything. Yeah. Which I think is realistic. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Jean, Jean, Dean yelling about Jean. (laughs) Dean yelling about red cards. I know, I love that. They need something like that. Like. Yeah. I think that would be good. Fucking Marcus Flint. Ugh. Terrible. I saw a thread on Tumblr that was like, Marcus Flint would be so much more attractive without his messed up teeth. And they were like, did this happen in the books? Does it say in the books that he has messed up teeth? And I'm like, no, but it does, does say it that troll? troll blood in him. <laughs> like, they're making a joke about it, clearly. But it was, I was like, he's not supposed to be attractive. Why do you want Marcus Flint to be attractive so bad? <laughs> After that obvious cheating... I know, his whole, like... Okay, uh, after he nearly kills Gryffindor. Oh, yeah, Sager. I would like to put that in as a quote. All right, all right. <laughs> after he almost kills... Lee Jordan was finding it difficult not to take sides. So, after that obvious and disgusting bit of cheating... Jordan? growled Professor McGonagall. I mean, after that open and revolting foul... Jordan, I'm warning you. All right. All right. Flint nearly kills the Gryffindor Seeker, which could happen to anyone, I'm sure. Yeah, Lee, he's so funny. Lee is keeping me laughing at all times. Also, like, no one else is really worthy to be the best friend of Fred and George. Like, it had to be someone who can keep... Hold their own, kind of. Yeah, keep up with them. But who's, like, Lee's friend when he's not with the twins? Angelina and Alicia, (laughs) is what I assume. Yeah. And Wood, I guess. Well, he's older than yeah. is, but Wood doesn't have friends like Quidditch. That's all. Quidditch he is his <laughs> really though. And the like, rules. like her he's mind. like crazy about. That's Quidditch. true. But also, so is Angelina when yeah. she's captain. Like, it's just like so important to them. All but of I, them, really. I also though I think that's like a sport people think. Yeah, people get crazy about sports. Yeah. Anyway, um, my. Last note is just about Hagrid, so... Oh, I am... I have some more. Go for it. Um, oh, I think Hermione, like, going and lighting Snape's cloak on fire is, like, where her Gryffindor really shows, like, she was like, I'll take care of this. (laughs) Let me go and do... And this is, like, what we were talking about. Shows no fear. Right, exactly. And this is what we were talking about, um, earlier in the podcast about, like, her choosing when she's gonna break the rules. See, like, like I support that. Like, this makes more sense to me. Like, it it makes sense with her character and everything. Her breaking the rules here. Yeah. Um. And now I'm at Hagrid. So. Uh, my only note was like Hagrid is so bad at keeping secrets. Terrible. Just like the worst. And for you, I have my note. I was like, do you think Dumbledore? told him so much detail so that he would slip up and give Harry information. Honestly. For your, like, little theory. If we're thinking of, like, Dumbledore throughout the whole series, then yes. Because, like, the Dumbledore we know by the end of the series, like, 
can keep a damn good secret and like wouldn't tell Hagrid if he didn't want him to like yeah. know. And he knows Hagrid and like knows he would probably blab. So, but if it's like first book Dumbledore, who you know we don't really know how much uh, J.K. Rowling had like fleshed out about his story, so. I don't know. But for my theory, yes. I think he knew by telling Hagrid, like, it would get out. Yeah. Just like how he says at the end of the book, he's like, so naturally the whole whole school school knows. Yeah, so he knows how secrets go. So I think, yeah, I think that he's testing Harry. I mean, I'm still, I'll go, I'm going with your theory. I'm looking out for it. I haven't found too much to, like, discount it. Although it's, like, kind of hard to, like, discount it. Yeah. It's easier to, like, find things Thanks to support. It. Yeah, it, I, it's got to... Yeah, Miss Law. <laughs> um, all right, let's... Um, let's do our reading wraps and chapter champion and points for this chapter. And then the quiz. Or the O-W-L. Yeah. Um, I was between two for my champions, so I'm just going to say both of them. Angelina and Lee. Like, I just think they're both great. Okay, well, if you get to pick two, then I pick the same two. <laughs> See, I went back and forth with them, too, but I ended up with Lee because Lee had a lot more to do. That's true. I just like Angelina's little introduction. I also had two reading rats, but I decided on Snape. Oh, I had Marcus for, Flint. That was my that was my other one. Yeah. Yeah, because Snape was like, I didn't like that he took the book. I thought it was dumb and petty and like not up so to his petty. caliber. <laughs> yeah. We didn't really talk about that, but that was like super petty. I like, was like, all right, Snape. That's against the rules. He just made that rule up. Like he clearly saw the fire. Why didn't you just get on them for the fire? No, they hit it. Did they hit it? Hide it that well? It didn't seem like they hit it well. Like, anyway. They're guilty faces. Yeah. Um, points, I gave this, like, 30 points. Yeah, I gave it uh, 30 points, too. I gave 20 points, um, for, like, continuing the mystery, like, doing, like, red herring, and I gave, um, 10 points to Lee. Oh, gotcha. Um, a chapter read me. Let me go first, because yours seems like a doozy, something to end on. Um. Mine is Nimbus 2000 and fun. <laughs> you, yours this week have been like so corny, but I, I love know. them. They're so corny. Um, I, mine is a little on the sexual side. I don't know how. I don't know. I'm just going to say it and then we're going to move on. <laughs> Harry swallows for the win. Oh boy. Um, so if you would like to keep listening to Alex and I argue about uh, <laughs> our favorite book um, <laughs> series, um, you can tune in by telling us what the Dursleys gave Harry for Christmas. Um, yeah. And just, yeah, follow us on like Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Do the quiz. Um, and we'll be, yeah, we'll be releasing a special episode soon, hopefully. Once we get all the boats in. And yeah, keep reviewing on iTunes or Stitcher or something like And like, like we that. already plugged in the middle of this podcast. <laughs> Vote for what you want the special episode to be. Um, hint, hint. Please make it the fan fiction one so that I can teach Molly about fan fiction. Yeah, we're going to do that one regardless. So it's just a matter of when we do it. 
Um, but I think it'll be pretty funny. To... I will have notes and um, <clears throat> extensive um, compiled research. Also, like, it's it's just embarrassing for me because I'm pretty much internet illiterate. Me knowing what TFW was is, like, a huge step. That's true. <laughs> Which is why I was so proud of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just... Yeah, find us on social media. Also, if you, like, have comments or, like, you want to disagree with us or, like, take sides with one of us, hit us up on our Facebook page or Twitter or something like that. Um, Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. See ya. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, welcome to another episode of Potter Watch. I'm I know. <laughs> I'm just segues <laughs> away from the trivia. Segway for us, like that's gonna go with me in like it was I know, I know, but I for us I was segue. Oh, oh okay. Okay. What do you say? Okay. Welcome to another episode of Potter Watch. No. <laughs> just welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. Oh. And I'm Molly. <laughs> Hi, this is your host, Griffin. Welcome to Firewatch. Wait, can we just let Griffin announce it? Yes, just just say welcome to another episode. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex.